The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Colvic Darksy. I'm a half-orc cleric. I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dark seed. Shakes. I am Melvin Hardy. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people inside out. on the Very Good Adventuring Team. All of you now have, for all of your weapons, since you just jumped right into this thing, and all of your armor, a plus one bonus to all of the shit you're currently carrying. I have plus one Crocs. I'm just lazy as fuck. I'm a lazy wizard. It's like the time when I'm from time to time. He's got to do something while Melvin plays Pogs. It's a protein shake. So the protein fell in, and it was an accident. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I trust you with my life, but not with my shake ingredients. Mm. Wow. Anytime anytime either of these two, like, they get to that point in the story, and they just point at you, and you... (laughs) Let's see if you can keep the run going. Can you keep it up, young man? So he has with him the copper knockers. Uh, nine. Roll the nine. Nine is enough. You fucking won. I can't believe I wagered the adoption papers. <laughs> Wicked band of penis stabbers. <laughs> Roscoe, you've got you got kind of a bad feeling. This entire evening last night, you didn't see Lexi anywhere. I can't tell you, but I. Uh... Carl's out watching Gracie right now, so you can... He's up by the playground. You can go talk to him if you want to find out more. So maybe... All right. We go talk to Carl and see what's what. Where we heading? Where's Carl? He's at the playground. Apparently there's a playground in this town. I'm looking for Lexi. And here you are with Grace, drunker and Hooter Jones. <laughs> I spent so much time building this up to be the serious Jones. <laughs> so he has <laughs> fucking collect myself here. Oh man. <clears throat> Re-enter the scene here. So he he says Lexi's gone. Lexi's gone. And I'm watching I'm watching Grace right now. What do you mean Lexi's gone? She's just... God damn it. Who the fuck do you think you are coming up here and talking to me like this? Hitting me while I'm sitting... I'm trying to watch a goddamn kid here. Fucking Lexi's... God damn. And he's just, he just kind of trails up and he, he stands up and he starts trying to walk around you towards Grace. I push him down. 
I'm goddamn Roscoe Toscobble. That's who I am. Bitch. He, so he looks up at you and he says, oh, so you want to find Lexi, huh? Mm-hmm. And why the fuck do you care? Why the fuck would any of you care? You come down to us and you buy a product, which, by the way, is us. We are human beings and you come down and you buy us. And then when one of us disappears, well, what? I'm sorry if your favorite product is gone. But hey, don't worry. It's almost harvest time. Maybe you can come down and make a few more disappear. Maybe there'll be a whole new lineup for next year. Dang. You mean make some disappear. <sighs> she had a client last night. A man came in. He's a tall, blonde man. Came in and nobody was paying attention. Lexi can handle herself. And he went in and she came in after him and well, a little while later, he left, and he assumed she was done with her client. Well, nobody went in and checked on her for a long time, and we went and we looked, and she wasn't there. She wasn't there anymore. We looked all night. We couldn't find her anywhere. I don't know where she is. And we had to tell, we had to tell Grace that she went to another city, that she had a client somewhere else, and we don't know what the fuck we're going to do. She's a fucking child. Who is this guy? You recognize him? I've never seen him before. He was just another traveler passing through, a salesman of some kind. Human? Yeah, he was human. He was big. He was a big man. He was real muscly. Yeah, blonde, dirty blonde hair come down to about his chin. Anybody else have any interactions with him? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, he just kind of came in and got what he came for, apparently, and then he left. I don't know why I'm telling you any of this. He said he was going east out of town. That's all I know. He was going towards Kingsbury. You th- you, I don't know if you think you're her friend or what, but, well, if you've got any soul in that body, you will go and you will find him and you will kill him. You will kill that man and you will bring her back. I don't care what state she's in, you bring her back to me. Do you th- uh, why do you- would I kill him when we don't know what he did? Yeah, do you think he took her with him? How long have you boys been living in this town? How long have you known what goes on down in the Undercity? Ain't a real long lifespan for somebody that works in my trade. I happen to be a lucky one. I happen to be somebody that's lived a little bit of a life. But most people, we don't don't have a whole lot of shelf life. Okay. When somebody goes missing, you know what happened. You don't talk about it. You don't say nothing about it. Because ain't nobody give a shit about it. But you know what happened. Yeah, but how does he get, how did he get into a room and then leave without her and then she's not there? How the fuck would I know? You saw this? When did he leave? I watched him walk out. He's only in there last about 20 night. minutes. Yeah, this was last night. Maybe about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, something like that. I so he's know. got a big head start. Mm-hmm. How far away is Kingsbury? A couple days journey. Do we want to go look in Lexi's room? you think there's anything of use in there? I think that's the first place to start. But I think before we leave, uh, Carl, do you think you got somebody else that can watch Daisy for a while? You seem a little... uh little little out of it. Why don't you make a charisma roll? Let's do it on this fancy thing we got here. <clears throat> you find yourself, you know, more than ordinarily relaxed after <clears throat> all that shake making. <laughs> Play to the topic at hand, folks. Topic at hand. <laughs> all right. Um, I rolled it in there. Uh, that is a three. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's not a great roll. Nope. Uh, you don't make a positive impact for him at all here. And he just says, I've got it. I've watched children all my life. 
Roscoe, do you think Mio would be uh, willing to watch yeah, Grace we'll for a while? Yeah, we'll talk to Mio when we get down to the egg. So we're going to take Grace with us? I think we take a Carl's drunker and shit. He might try be to violent on it or make it worse. Mm-hmm. So I think Mia is the one that or would go be able down to talk and send Mia up. Mm-hmm. Or we take them both with us. We think Carl will go back down there. We can not give Carl a choice. Good enough for me. Bag yeah. him up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey uh, Carl, so- how about you? Uh, come out with us. We'll uh, we'll make sure everything goes all right. We just we just want you to come down with us. Yep. Buy a, a drink. How about a coffee? Cup of coffee. You know, this fine so, morning. I'll give you guys each uh, each a choice. Each of you can make a roll, and you can do an intimidation or a persuasion roll as you're as you see fit. Except for you, Colvick. You already failed. Well, you can't just keep rolling until you're happy with the result. I mean, I went a different direction. First was a uh, persuasion. Yeah, first, want, second can... would be intimidation. But no, no, no it's no, fine. You can, it's you can roll <laughs> persuasion this time. I'm gonna intimidatingly persuade him. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> so I... you get both bonuses. Yep. <laughs> Which are negative one each. So. <laughs> uh, so that would be a five. So mm-hmm. so that's a four. Well, so uh, all right. So Roscoe got an 11 and Colvick got an 11. That's a, as a group collectively, that's enough to persuade him. You convince him that he is a little too drunk to be up in public in the daylight watching a child. And he agrees to come back down to the broken egg with you. Well, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'll... Uh, I'll buy Carl a coffee. What, what what kind of coffee does Carl like? Uh, I think Carl likes it uh, real dark. Carl likes a uh, black, dark coffee. All right. Carl, it's time to get something hot and black inside you. Mm-hmm. No cream. No cream? No cream in the coffee, please. Yep. So you guys get, you guys get, uh, you guys get Carl, his hot Carl, some hot coffee. And uh, you bring, bring uh, Grace over to Mia and... You know, Grace is like, Carl said he'd be my mommy, and Mia says she'll be my mommy for a little while until mommy gets back. I don't know who to pick. And it's all fucking tragic and cute and tragic and shit. <laughs> is it cute? Is it... It's cute, though. All right, you let's... guys want to take a look in the room then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Yeah, definitely Roscoe should do yeah. the first inspection. That's his thing. And he's pretty passionate right now. I like this. Good. So, so you guys you guys go in uh, the, the room that... She was performing services in the night before. Is uh, has nobody's been in there since? Essentially, they came through and they looked it over, but nobody's been utilizing that room since then. So you enter the room. Um, actually, so what I'm gonna I'm gonna have you roll a persuasion first. Uh, sorry, not pers- what the fuck. What are you persuading a fucking room to do? Uh, I'm gonna have you roll perception. <laughs> Nineteen. You perceive the shit out of this room. Uh, so first and foremost, especially because this is what you're looking for, you don't see any blood anywhere. Um, you can see that there's definitely some signs of, of struggle. Uh, you can see that the sheets are missing, but you don't see anything else off about the room. It's definitely been, the bed's been like, uh, it, it's like away from the wall a little bit, so you can tell that there was some struggling going on there. Again, you can see the sheets are gone, but everything else about the room looks fairly normal. The only other thing that you notice because you got such a great role is there's a... There's a weird, like, bottle of some cleaning potion down in the corner. And, uh, and it says, in big, bold letters on the front with an exclamation point after it, it says, Pardon me, anything cleaner. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look at the bottle and have we seen this product anywhere else before? Uh, the three of you don't recognize this product. Does it say who, who it's made by? 
Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's literally those words on the I'm going to take the bottle and um, go to... Got her name skipping my mind right now. Mia? Mia, yeah, and ask her, hey, have you seen this bottle around anywhere? Uh, so Mia says, yeah, there was a big blonde guy talking about this last night. I said it would clean up anything. That's probably the salesman's bottle. Okay. Do you think he's a salesman? Well, if he was... That's what uh, Carl was saying, that he, a salesman came into town, you know, oh, the salesman type. And so um, this is probably what he had with him. And, and it sounds like it's a little bit more than for cleaning almost if it's an empty bottle. Would I learn anything by tasting it? Uh, you open it up and you can smell um, You can smell that there's some alcohol, like ethanol. Or wait, what's the methanol? The, the not drinking kind of alcohol. There's some of that in there. And some other stuff, you, you don't want to drink this. Do we see any rags around the room at all that might have been soaked in this solution? Or Nope, there's no... I mean, it, it hasn't been... Uh, the bottle, by the way, is actually full. It's a, it's a brand new bottle of this stuff. It looks like it just kind of rolled under the bed, we'll say. All right. Does it say anything else besides that on the bottle? Nope, we look just at those it? words. All right. So uh, we take our bottle... Yeah, let's take the bottle with us. Sounds like we're heading to Kingsbury. Yep. And we might think about getting some horses, maybe, to go to Kingsbury. It's not a bad idea. Trying to catch up with this guy? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you go down to your local horse rentery. <laughs> Stable place. <laughs> the horse rentery. <laughs> ye, ye old horse rentery. <laughs> ye, ye, ye oldie horse rentery. <laughs> get yourself a couple of uh, get yourself a couple of solid nags and and you. Is is there anything else you guys wanted to do in town, or do you want to ride on out? Well, it seems like this is a pretty important mission, so I'm not sure if we'd be stopping anywhere else. But I got some ideas in the back of my mind when we get back. Yep, we got some catching up to do. Yeah, let's ride. Regulators, mount up! That's well, a terrible hi. reference, and I'm very sorry I made it. So you guys don't say that, and you get on your horse. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reference? <laughs> Regulators, mount up! I was thinking more like the tombstone. Roscoe's coming. And hell's coming with me. You gotta repeat it. And hell's coming with me! Spit flying out of my mouth. <laughs> Uh, so this actually was going to be uh, a whole series of rolls and, and chasing and whatnot before we came to uh, the next part of it, but you guys were smart enough to get some horses, so I am rewarding that by not making you waste a bunch of time rolling. So you're on your way, and you, you, you know you're making good time, right? It's getting to be like mid-afternoon or something like that, and out in the distance, you can hear sort of like, so you guys are heading east and on the north side of the road, which would be the left side of the road, you can hear some, some hollering some yelling and as you get a little closer you can hear somebody yelling for help you see over in the distance the source of the the yelling is not apparently uh obvious yet because it's underneath the the grassy whatnot on the side of the road but you do see a hill giant which is about 14 feet tall swinging what appears to be a giant fucking tree log at somebody running through the bushes and it's just like, just barely missing. And you can hear this person yelling. And as they dive over the road, you see this young man hop over the road. And then this fucking giant hill giant chasing right after him. 
Oh, Let's shit. just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer, dude. <laughs> Sucks a lot to be cooler you. if you weren't being chased by a giant. <laughs> Sucks to be you, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are you guys gonna keep on going? Give, no. Give a dumb laugh. Look at that nerd chase. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we definitely stop and laugh on our horses. <laughs> <laughs> we just Oh. No, let's fight the giant. <laughs> I mean fuck, we are an adventuring team. <laughs> so we get off of our horses, we're laughing the whole time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> this fucking nerd. He's <laughs> just, he's just, help, help. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Oh, man. All right. So you guys. You, you does guys... he see us laughing at him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure by this point he does. <laughs> All right, so you guys, you guys, you, you fucking tie your horses up to a little fucking tree or something by the side of the road, whatever you find. We're coming, nerd. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right there. So he, he like, he, he's like, he's running, he's looking back all wide out over his shoulder, and he sees you guys, and he makes a big, wide U-turn out in this field and draws this, this gigantic uh, hill giant who's just stumbling along back after him, swinging this giant log back and forth. And he, he bolts past you, and he just goes, get him! <laughs> and dives back over on the other side of the road. A giant hill giant is coming right towards you, and now that he sees the three of you, his attention is on you. Roll for some initiative. Actually, I'll do... 18. 11. Plus 3. 21. Uh, you said 23, Roscoe. Melvin, you said what is the total? Um, I got 21. Uh, 13 is my total. 13. Roscoe actually got 21. Kolvik? Got a gentleman's four. A gentleman's four. The hill giant named Gobog got Go an 18. <laughs> Gobog. That means Roscoe is the first to act in this combat sequence. So what's the landscape look like? It is a slightly raised up road, and that dips off about two feet into this field going off into the distance. That's about the only real features in the area. And we are on the road. You're currently on the road. As is the giant. Uh, the giant is lumbering towards you in the field. Okay. And I assume he just wants to smash us. Yeah. How far away is he at the moment? Uh, he is, let's call it 30 feet in closing. All right, I'm firing my bow at him. Alright. Uh, can I sneak attack? I don't think I can. I thought I'll just shoot my bow at him. Shoot that bow. Fifteen. Fifteen successfully hits. For six. Alright, that does eight piercing damage to this guy, so your arrow sticks into him. Uh, he probably noticed. <laughs> Alright, and I'm dashing, like, farther away from him. Alright. Uh, do you want to go straight back away from him, or do you want to go, like, up or down the road? I want to go, like, probably still keep my distance, but go to his right. Go to his right. Or my right. Like, our right. Oh, yes, gotcha. Left. Okay. Gobug is going to chase after you. Uh, let's see. So, what's what's your uh, running speed, by the way? Or your your movement? 25. 25. Gobug, where the fuck is your speed? Regrettably, Gobug can go 40 feet. Oh, no. So, he is able, he's able to catch up to you, and he's going to make a swing. 
Smash my head in. <laughs> Who's got a gigantic great club? That's a 21. That's a hit. That is a hit. He does 17 bludgeoning damage to you. So as you're running, you're circling around the right, his left side, and he brings that club around and just catches you right in the back, and it like throws you a couple of feet. You manage to roll and land back on your feet, but that, that distance. <gasps> Melvin, don't let him hit. Okay, never mind. Sorry, man. <laughs> that hurt bad. Yeah, that was a pretty good swipe. He rolled some pretty good damage on that one. So, Melvin, up to you. This guy's now uh, facing away from you, and kind of based on how that all played out, we're going to say that uh, Roscoe's on the other side, so you're going to have advantage on any attacks. Uh, you're technically flanking him now. Okay. I think I'm going to go with the trusty web spell. Ooh. Worked so well last time. It seemed to, anyway. You conjure a massive, thick, sticky web at uh. point of your choice within range. <laughs> Uh, strength check. What's your spell save DC again? 14. Uh, this guy is strong as fuck. Yeah, he rolled a 24. He is not restrained by wow. your webs. He just, uh, he sloughs these right off. Busting them up. Do you want to move or anything else on your turn? Uh, is there any trees or anything nearby that I can cower behind? Uh, there is. <laughs> there's one stubby little tree with three horses tied to it. What a coward do this. <laughs> I'm going to go hide behind the horses. <laughs> you go hide behind those horses. Kolvik. All right. Wow, this guy is big and he hurts. That's cool. Mm-hmm. He is not happy with you. No. Any no. of you. Any of us, really. What's up, dum-dum? I am going to go ahead and shield of faith on myself. All right. Like... A coward. And I'm also going to run towards uh, Roscoe and kind of the um, kind of go over there and try to draw attention from him with my waving hand motions. All right. Shield of Faith is a bonus action, so you do have a full-on action you could take as well. Oh, do I? Mm -hmm. That's a wonderful fun. So would that be an action as in a spell if I chose to as well? Uh, yes, because that is... Well, you can't cast another concentration spell, because then you will lose your concentration on Shield of Faith. Right. Well, I'm not I mean, close... Do that, yeah, I don't think I'm close enough to um, hit him with my weapon. You are. Oh, that is also... Because your movement's like 30 feet, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, you're close enough now. Okay. So at this point... Let's go ahead and do that. You're going to run up behind him. Again, you've got advantage on an attack, because mm. Roscoe's on the other side, so he's flanked. Uh, so right now it is going, I guess, let's say south to north. There's Roscoe, then there's Gobog the Hill Giant, then there's you, and then 40 feet away, hiding behind horses, is Melvin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and attack him with... roll. Don't you know, be proud of who you are. My uh, Warhammer. Get your Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Roll I that. I didn't get to 230-something years old by being brave. <laughs> 20 is definitely a hit. Wonderful. Oh, and but not much damage, but... Right on, 7 damage. Roscoe, back to you. I'm going to shoot it. Uh, how far is he from me? Um, Let's say you got knocked about 15 feet from him. How far is he from Kolvik? Kolvik's right behind him. Yeah. You, you basically couldn't even see Kolvik at this point because this hill giant's huge. But Kol Kolvik is close to him. 
pretty mm-hmm. close, right yep. behind you. I, I love within melee range, so within about five, five feet fine. of it. Yeah. All right. So that means I can sneak attack him. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll do with my bow since he's fifteen feet away. Eight. Uh, that's actually the 12 because you are rolling with advantage. Oh, shit. Uh, so that is going to be a hit. I don't know how, um, I think I get another 1d6. Sounds about right. Another six for 12. Nice. Total of 12 damage. And then I am going to use my cunning action to hide. Oh, hiding in that tall grass. Mr. Gobog sees you disappear. But he definitely felt that Warhammer slam down upon his buttock. <laughs> so he swings around, swinging his big old log. Is 15 going to hit you? It will not hit me. All right. He spins around uh, with this log, and it just sails right over your head. You feel the wind of this thing. It would have really hurt if it had hit you, but it goes right over. Melvin. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Nope, that was his turn. Yeah, it is Melvin. Okay. Uh, so, I don't really have a great spell, but uh, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion, and I'm just going to... Is there is there like a large B of some kind? <laughs> uh, some the, kind. The, the and an alpha B? Yeah, yeah the alpha B. <laughs> and hopefully he's scared of the and an alpha Everything's B. Everything's an alpha I'm going to cast an image of an alpha B on this giant's arm. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> Gobog sees a giant bee on his arm, and he is going to roll... What's your spell save DC again? Uh, 14. 14. All right. So he is completely fooled by this bee. <sighs> uh, did you want to do anything else on your turn? Sucker. Uh, no, I'm still going to cower behind these horses. <laughs> All right. Kolvik, back to you again. And if I attack him, that illusion's still going to be there if I do anything, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wonderful. that's, that's um, Melvin's concentration. Not Perfect. Go ball. So I am going to go ahead and run as far backwards as I can since he's trying to swipe at me. Yeah, pretty much all the way I can back me a good 30 feet and cast. You're basically back by Melvin by the horses then. Oh, I didn't. You know, scratch that. I don't want to go towards Melvin and all this. So I'm going to actually well, go... You, I mean, I'm just, that's what I was picking. Yeah. You can go in a different direction. I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going straight to the left then. All right. Titailing so it left. These are triangling around this guy then. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do a guiding bolt, which that did not show up, did it? I only see your name in the chat. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. Okay. So on a hit, the target takes a 4d6 radiant damage. Go ahead and roll your damage. So it automatically hits? Uh, it, well, it says roll to attack, right? It says make a ranged spell attack, probably. Yes, it does. All right, then that is a ranged spell attack. Let's go ahead and do uh, that. Because Roscoe is no longer visible, you do not have advantage now. Okay. Oh. Oh, no. Ten. Ten is a hit. Oh. Is that plus your bonus, or is it a straight ten? Um, That was a straight ten. You're right. I did not do the plus bonus, but if that hits... A then... ten still hits, though. Yep, so that'd go be ahead and 15 your... total, and then a 46. Baller-ass damage. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Let me use the... Or need one more. You need more D? One one more D. Where's the PD? Oh, there's a PD. PDD. 11, 12, 13. 13 damage. Yes. Nice hit. Guy's starting to get... Uh, starting to show some signs of wear, anyway. 
And Roscoe, it is back to you. I'm going to pop my ass out of the grass and shoot my <laughs> arrow at him. <laughs> Sheldon in the ball pit. Bazinga! And I roll a 20. 20 is definitely going to hit this guy. And I sneak attacked him, I think, because uh, I was hiding. Does that work? Yep. So, an 8 plus 6. Nice rolls, man. 8 plus 6 is 14. All right. I think I established this before, but just see, as a refresher for you or for the audience, I'm going to use two terms describing enemy combatants. There is bloodied and there is wrecked. If I tell you that an enemy is bloodied, that means they are down to less than half of their health. If I say wrecked, that means they are less than 10% of their health. Okay. Just because you guys would have some visual indication of how hurt things are, so that's just kind of my general guidelines. Uh, and this guy is now bloodied. Hi, listeners. How you doing? Things have been going pretty well for all of us. I'm recording this break about a week before Christmas, and if I'm doing my math correctly, this episode will be out around New Year's. Happy holidays, if you're listening anytime around then. And to anybody just binging their way through this after, what's the future like? They just released Star Wars Episode Eight the other day. Is, is Nine out yet? Is it good? Did they leave all the nudity and swearing in again? I mean, that was weird, right? For those of you who started listening after Episode Six was released, you may have noticed that a few times within the episodes that the word adventuring sounds strange and out of place in a few spots. It's time to explain this to you. When we first started making the show, there was a discrepancy between how we remembered the name. I will admit that I was the one who remembered it incorrectly, and I thought we were called the Very Good Adventurers Team. We realized later that not only was this not the original name of the show that we had all come up with, but it was also substantially harder to say. In episode 5, I mentioned that I'm not going to go back and fix it. <sighs> and then it just bothered me. And it bothered me, and it bothered me. And I, I had some other audio quality stuff I wanted to fix too, so I went back. I had the option of trying to edit over the word very delicately and carefully, and, you know, maybe hope that nobody would even notice the change. My other option was to just do it really sloppy and hope it sounded funny. I went with option two because I am very lazy. And I think it sounds funny. For those of you who've been with us this whole time, I apologize for the confusion the incorrect name must have caused. For those of you just joining, I apologize for the confusion of the weird edits of our name being corrected. I want to thank all of you for being patient with us while we go through this inevitable first podcast growing pains audio quality blah 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 phase. I moved us to a new setup and it's taking some time to work out the kinks. It's not perfect, but we're getting closer. We're trying to remember our name. Not only our character names, but also the show name. We're, we're getting better. Maybe it's the Midwestern in me, but I just feel like I have to apologize for everything over and over again. So anyway, thanks. And sorry. And thanks. But sorry. And thanks. Sorry, thanks. Thank you, sorry. If you haven't found us on social media yet, check out our Facebook page. Or our actual website, thevget.com. That has links to all of our social media and our Patreon. And as always, we appreciate the crap out of those iTunes reviews. I know you hear this from every podcast you listen to, but that actually pushes us up in search results and lets more people hear about the show, and, well, we're all too cheap to pay for advertising, so that's the only way we can get new people in. So if you like what we're doing, share it around. Your friends are going to love us. Well, that's all I've got for today. I'll let you get back to the action. 
and I will stay visible, but I will run as far away from the giant as I can. All right. Uh, and you were already some distance away from him, eh? Mm-hmm. So you're probably about 50 feet away now? Yep. All right. Uh, Gobog, because he failed the intelligence roll that I had for him earlier, uh, he Go is going to... dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Gobog sees the giant and an alpha bee on his own arm <laughs> and takes a swing at himself. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> He swings his giant great club. He crits. Wow. On himself. <laughs> that is perfect. That is going to be a grand total of 22 bludgeoning damage. Does he kill himself? <laughs> He's not dead. He is not dead, but he is. Oh, I mean, he just shoot. starts screaming as soon as I mean, like, he, he clubs his own arm off. Like, he, he swings down, and you guys can hear. A little bit of the club, but mostly bone shatter <laughs> with the impact of this. And I start is... vomiting. <laughs> Gobog is furious now. Melvin, it is over to you. All right. I kind of lift up my skirt and get out there to cast a witch bolt on him. <laughs> with <the> skirt. <laughs> Red, uh, the fuck are those things called again? The, the Lardoons. No, the, <laughs> the, like, the, your footwear. The Crocs? Uh, red Crocs. Oh, yeah. Red Crocs are flying. <laughs> you come out and cast Witch Bolt. <laughs> oh, I, man. That, you're, it's a shame you don't have advantage right now because that is a critical fail and a critical success. So, all right. So, you rolled a critical failure uh, as you were screaming out across this thing. I'm going to have you roll uh, an attack one more time. Actually, no. I'm going to have Roscoe make a dexterity save. <laughs> 16 that is enough you you just barely feel this witch bolt crackle by the back of your head <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright Kolvik well I'm going to try the elusive hey well hold on oh sorry did you want to do something else on your turn well no I guess I, uh, I'm not sure what happened here so I rolled a critical miss and a critical hit you so you rolled the one on the left is always the one that i'm going to take if you don't have advantage or disadvantage oh okay, okay so okay. The, the critical miss which is why roscoe had to dodge it basically. Gotcha. i'm with you um no so uh i will continue to cower behind these horses all right you hide back behind the horses kolvik nice horses well i've heard of a, a mythical move um since i was a child called the brown star all-star and so what I'm going to do is take Even my... weirder sex move. <laughs> <laughs> Reference to the other game. I like it. So I'm going to go over and while this guy is running around smashing himself, which is amazing, I'm going to go up behind him with my Warhammer and just try to go as straight above my head and try to hit him right in his butt. All right. You're going to... All right. So the, the Warhammer to the Brown Star. Mm-hmm. Make your attack roll. And I, you know what? For the reference, I've got to give you advantage on that one. <laughs> wow, that does that damage does not help. I got a six and a five. Six and a five. All right, so the six. So it'd be eleven. Eleven is a hit. Wow, lucky. You warhammer him right in the brown star. He has never felt a pounding like this. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, four eleven. Eleven damage. Oof. Uh, his his uh, howling from the broken arm turns into a 
<laughs> as you <laughs> plow your warhammer up for some underside damage. Uh, are you going to stay there? Or are you going to run? Well, unfortunately, I ran out. I didn't think about this when I started it. I'm at him, and that's All what right. I have. All right. Roscoe, back to you. All right. I'm going to shoot at him with my bow. All right. Uh, and given that Kulvik is right behind him, that gives you uh, advantage, or is that the sneak attack thing? Sneak attack. But I forget, how close were you? I'm like 50 feet away. Yeah, that's right. All right, so that's not enough to give you advantage for flanking. That is a miss. All right, for my action, I'm going to make a suck it. You <laughs> 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 give him the suck it gesture. Uh, Melvin, for minor illusion, I forget. Is that? Do you need to continue concentrating on that, or uh, does? I mean, does he, does he still see the bee? That's what I was trying to figure out. If because I uh, cast a spell, if that actually had any effect on that. But as far as I can tell, is minor illusion a concentration spell? I don't think it is. It does not say that it is. All right. So he's got to make another intelligence. He's got a minus three to that. Uh, and then what's your uh, DC again? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, all right, so he still sees this fucking bee on him. This, but this time it's on his foot. This time it's on his foot? Yeah. <laughs> you've, been, you've been puppeting around on him? Uh, all right, Gobog. Poor, poor fucking Gobog. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a swing at his own foot. And that is definitely a hit. It's not a crit this time. <laughs> but he smashes himself in the foot. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It knocked his foot off. That, uh, it... <laughs> so, I don't know how to explain this, but... <laughs> that killed him. <laughs> At 18 hit points, that's 19 damage. He strikes himself... Alright, so here we go. He swings down at his foot so hard that it bounces back up and it like... <clears throat> You know the whole like ninja move where you hit somebody under the side of the nose and it pushes the cartilage into their brain? <laughs> it bounces off of his foot and this club bashes himself in the nose and he like makes it just a, falls over. He makes like a jerk <laughs> noise. <laughs> and he falls backwards. Roscoe, I'm gonna need you to make a dexterity save. Oh. Or sorry, not Roscoe, Kolvik. Yeah. Kolvik is behind makes more him. Sense. You're just, up there with you your just, hammer in his butt. Yeah, you just brown started. So. <laughs> he's fallen backwards and he's fallen towards you. And dexterity set? Dexterity save. Oh, good. Uh, 21. 21. All right. So you managed to uh, tuck and roll between his legs in a forward somersault, Woo. bringing your Warhammer with you. Uh, and <laughs> and I just stand up and with my hands up, ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Gobog falls dead to, uh, to the field behind you. So you guys are dusting yourself off, obviously out of combat now. From the fields behind Melvin, uh, this man starts walking up, and uh, he's got on kind of rustic clothing and a, and a clean-looking backpack, and he comes up behind uh, Melvin and says, God damn, you all killed that thing, son bitch! That's how you do it, nerd. <laughs> I ain't seen something like that in a long, long time. Hot damn, hot damn, I was running all over the place. I didn't think I was going to outrun him. What does this guy look like? Uh, so this guy is, uh, well, he's a pretty big guy. Oh. Would you say he has blonde hair? He's got a hat on, oh. and, uh, as he steps up to you, Melvin, he takes off that hat, and some dirty blonde hair, about chin length, spills down around his face, and he says, 
My name is Pardon Hempwig, and I would like to say a deep, deep thank you to you and your compatriots for saving my life. Oh, you're you're very welcome, Pardon. Uh, we're very glad to meet you. Well, I'm very glad to meet you too. Say, you know, you look like a smart man. Have you ever yeah, hold found on, yourself? Let me wash up. Give me the bottle and I wash up with a Spartan. Show him we have some. <laughs> Are you going to show it to him or do you want to discreetly see if he notices? See if he notices. So, so you're letting him... Oop, you're I went a little far with that. Oh, and that's a 20. Go ahead. So you're letting him know that we know mm-hmm. who he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so he actually... All right. So I'm going to see. There's 20. Being a little passive aggressive. All right, so this guy, he sees that bottle in your hand, and his eyes light up right away. And he says, I see you are already a customer. I need not extol the virtues of my wonderful product. Have the rest of you heard of Pardon Me? It's a bit of a pun on my name. My name is Pardon, Pardon. And I'd like for all of you to understand that you can clean up anything with my product. What do you mean anything? What a- is there anything it won't clean up? I have not found a thing yet. How about blood? He gives you kind of a, a, a sideways look, and he says, well, I don't necessarily need to endorse anything you might be doing outside in your free time, but I would dare say it would get blood stains out of just about anything you might need to clean. Yeah. What about, like, small pieces of pardon? Do you think it would clean that up? Uh, uh, I'm sorry? Uh, small pieces of pardon. Like if we cut you up into little bits. <laughs> He's getting very nervous now. Uh, he's, he's he just saw you guys like in a very bizarre way butcher this 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 giant giant this hill giant. Well, he's looking at us. I'm gonna grab him by the chest and bring him towards him. So did Parton mm. see the bee? <laughs> or did he? Just see the <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll to find out. Parton did not see the bee. <laughs> so he just saw the little giant was... killing himself with his own club. <laughs> we just convinced this giant to bludgeon itself to death. Uh, so, this, so he's like, excuse me, excuse me. I would like my shirt back. <laughs> I'm just going to look at Roscoe. Boy, kind of, uh, should I let him go? Would you have anything else? Let's ask him. Just let him go. Uh, let go. Looking for a friend of ours. He says, well, how can I be of, of, of assistance? Name is Alexi. So I don't believe I know anybody by that name. She's a whore and the broken neck and uh, and him. So he says, uh, he like you can see his eyes go wide for a moment. And he, he puts up uh, like an index finger in a, in a one second gesture. And he says, well, and then he takes off running. And All right. I run after him. All right. We're going to do a bit of a chase here. All right. Let me get uh, let me get my thing open here. Actually, can I uh, like to quickly cast a spell here? Do it. All right, I'm gonna cast Misty Step and uh-huh. teleport in front of him and clothesline him immediately. You don't even need to roll for that shit. You just all of a sudden Misty Step in front of this guy and like hurk, like right in the throat. This guy comically spins in the air and lands on his back. Where are you going? I'm gonna stand over him and put my foot on him. So he can't get up. Uh, so he's like, ah, what, what do you want? I don't know. Uh, uh. Where's our friend? Uh, see, I'm going to have you roll intimidation. Eight. Uh, it's not enough to intimidate him. He says, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but you're, I don't know who your friend is. I, I've been through Andon, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You're, I, I demand to see a, a constable, a local constable. 
I'm going to press my foot down a little bit harder. <gasps> I think he asked you a question. Where's his friend? Intimidation. 14? 14. So 14 is enough. And he, sa- he's- he says, all right. I need you to get your foot off of me. I have a question. When we roll with the computer here, like I did this intimidation roll. Mm-hmm. So I rolled an eight. Does it add my four modifier? Mm-hmm. If okay. you hover your mouse over it, you'll see exactly what it did. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. Real handy. All right. I'm sorry. Oh, anyway. It's all right. All right. So he, he kind of, he, he says, all right. And, uh, and, and he goes to, you know what? I'm going to roll and see what this guy decides to do. He made a bad choice. He is going to attempt to throw you off of him. And what we're going to do here, rather than make this be all messy, is we're going to do initiative again. Because he is trying to get away from you guys. And you guys are trying to not let him get away. All right. Let's go. I'm taking your first roll of a 10. Elvin. Kolvik, I don't see a roll from you. I've got an 18. 18. Kolvik, you are going to be the first to act. This guy... Uh, it doesn't make sense for me to tell you to act without knowing what's happening. So what he's done is he's grabbed onto, and this is a big guy. Um, he's, he's strong. He has grabbed onto your ankle and he is attempting to push you off of him. So what do you do? Cast hold spell. I mean, hold person on him. Cast hold person. That's a good choice. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to cast hold person on him at level. There you are. All right, so concentration up to one minute. Must have seen on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. Need to get his character sheet open here and make a wisdom saving throw. He critically <laughs> fails this. He is utterly and completely paralyzed. So, yeah. good job rolling all that initiative. It's now fucking worthless because he is completely and totally paralyzed. Yeah, and he can't talk or anything like that, can like he? I mean, like, you really, really succeeded on this spell, and he really, really failed resisting it. He is locked up. Should we hobble him? How long for? Oh, my God. <laughs> get, all, get all misery on him, all fucking Stephen King. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, we have a hammer. Oh. <laughs> you got a block of wood with you? No, he has a block of wood. Holy shit. <laughs> we really don't like this guy. I How guess he's not moving. We don't need to. As long as he tells us what How long whatever. is he held for? Uh, he is held for up to one minute per your concentration. Okay. So I'm pretty fully concentrated so, I mean, it is on just, this guy. You get 60 seconds here before the spell's going to wear off. Uh, right, well, let's tie him up. Yep. For starters. Seems like a go-to. Cut his Achilles. Mm-hmm. We could cut his Achilles? Damn. Instead of just using rope. Oh, that's a cold-blooded man. Wow. Roscoe's in the heat of passion right we now. May, so. We may need this guy to walk somewhere or take him with us. All so. right. Let's yep. tie him up. We'll let Roscoe do it. So you've been pardoned, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh damn! Oh Jesus! All right, so you you guys uh, you got to struggle with him a little bit because he's got this uh, this big backpack on, kind of like with all of his you know emergency supplies and whatnot. Uh, So you you know tear the bag off of him, tie him all up. Uh, Do you want to do anything else to him while he's uh, while he's hold personed? Yeah, I'd say... Let's look in his backpack, eh? Yeah. Yeah. We gotta search his person. So you search about his uh, his person, and you don't find anything of interest on, on him. 
Um, and as you're going through his backpack, though, you find you find a couple of uh, more bottles similar to the bottles that you found. Who's who's the one looking? I am. All right, Melvin. So you you're rummaging through his pack, and and before this, uh, we get him all tied up. Uh, I'm I'm gonna fire up a pipe here, <laughs> and uh, just just. Smoking a pipe while I'm casually rummaging through his belongings. Nice. <laughs> pipe. What kind of pipe do you have? Uh, a long Mersham pipe. You know, something that's uh, very wizardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, look up, uh, do an image search for Calabash. 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 Uh, I found a plant. Oh, I thought they had, I thought that was the name of them. It's like the Sherlock Holmes style pipe. Oh, I see. Like a gourd. It's like a gourd, and then meerschaum is the stuff in the middle, the white stuff. That's the meerschaum? Yep. Oh, okay. So this is a calabash pipe? Mm-hmm. You, oh, want, okay. you want it to be like something like that? Yep, exactly. Nice. So you pull out your uh, your big old calabash meerschaum pipe, which is German for seafoam. I used to work in a pipe store. Ooh. Uh, so you start rummaging through this guy's pack, and uh, you, you find, like I said, cleaning supplies and whatnot, nothing terribly interesting, and then your uh, your fingers brush against something very smooth. And you find, uh, you, you, you pull it out, and it's this, uh, it's this bundle of black, silky cloth. And it kind of shimmers a little bit. Uh, almost looks like the night sky. Um, if you stare at it, that illusion kind of fades in and out. I kind of take it, I look at Roscoe, I'm like, does this look familiar to you at all? Not to me. So you pick it up, you stand up, and as you're holding it, a part of it, kind of slips to the ground and and for some reason it just feels natural to grab that and 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 kind of spread it out on the road so the three of you each grab an edge and you you stretch it out and this this cloth unfolds to about a six foot diameter uh circle on the road and there's these faint lights kind of twinkling and, and dancing across this silken surface um, each of you kind of acknowledge in your own way that it's, it's kind of pretty. It's kind of beautiful seeing this, this these dancing, shimmering star field almost on this thing. And as you let go, the edges of it fall to the ground. And as it settles flat, the surface itself kind of kind of blurs for a second. And before you realize what's going on, you see there's a big hole, like a six-foot-wide hole in in the road going down from where this piece of cloth settled in. It's about six feet wide and it's uh, and it's ten feet deep, and inside of it you can see shelves of cleaning products, and uh, a few chests and some clothing. And your eyes were almost avoiding looking at it, but eventually they can't help but settle on the body. She's there in the middle of the floor of this thing, and you can tell she was hastily rolled up in her own bed sheets. Uh, you can see from where you stand, there's purple marks around her throat. You, you can put together what happened here. What do you do? This is not good. No. I'm very much bewildered and awestruck about all this. And more concerned, looking at Roscoe yeah. and kind of gauging his thoughts. What happened here? Pardon. He's not saying a word to you guys. He saw as soon as you pulled out that uh that that cloth he just clammed up and kind of started rocking back and forth can we reach through this does it look like we can actually travel through this oh yeah yeah for sure this is uh so mechanically what this thing is it's called a portable hole okay uh it's an extra dimensional space that whenever you lay this thing flat it creates a gateway basically into this into this space gotcha all right 
this guy feeling pretty orcish right now. Torture. Mm-hmm. Torture the information out of him. I think that is the best option here. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just looking at my inventory. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get up, and uh, I assume Pardon is tied up on the ground right now. Yeah, you guys got him. You got him like hog tied. He's he's stomach down on the ground, and he's just he's just staring, uh, kind of rocking a little bit back and forth. He's staring at the hole. Uh, I take out a flask of oil and I dump it on his foot. <laughs> And I ask him again, uh, what 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 happened here? This guy is just petrified. He's not saying a word. I, uh, with my pipe, I go over and uh, <laughs> lean down next to his oil-covered foot and take the pipe out of my mouth that is lit with, you know, embers. And I ask, pardon, are you sure you don't know what happened here? He's He's whimpering. Mm-hmm. You can see, I mean, his like his eyes are filling up with tears here, but he is not saying a word. He is just locked up. Right. So I take out my tinderbox, and I look right into his eyes, and I light his foot on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you light his foot on fire. He immediately starts screaming and thrashing around. Uh, so let's do this. We're going to need to see whether or not the ropes start on fire. Ropes are fine. Uh, so he's, I mean, he's just screaming. He's just howling there on the road with a, with his foot on fire, which, by the way, you had him hogtied, so mm-hmm. that's now spread out, and both his hands and his feet are now on fire. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to put it out with this cleaning solution. i <laughs> 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 So... so <laughs> So with a bottle of cleaning solution in hand, you pop the cap on this thing and start dumping it on him. If you'll recall earlier, I mentioned that there was the faint smell of alcohol and other toxic things. You also noticed that this this substance is slightly viscous. (laughs) You just covered him in napalm. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Uh, It takes... It takes about six minutes for the screaming to stop. <laughs> you don't even do As you guys watch, you just okay. watch. You watch as this this guy. I mean, he goes he goes up in flames. This substance, this cleaning fluid, was was some pretty nasty stuff. It covers his body, and he's rolling around in the dirt in the road. And eventually, he stops screaming. And he stops moving. (laughs) (laughs) To all the listeners at home that are listening to everybody laugh while we burn someone to death. I'm laughing about Melvin's instinct to pour the cleaning fluid on him. This will help. (laughs) Uh, It sounded like that was supposed to help. (laughs) Help him die. (laughs) All right. Who wants to go down in the hole and look around? (laughs) <laughs> well, I suppose I could. I don't think you really need to, Roscoe. I'll uh, I'll go down on the hole and see what I can find. Uh, you make it down into the hole. You find really nothing uh, other than what's already been described. There's this guy. This guy is obviously a, a traveling salesman of this cleaning fluid. So there's he's he's kind of set this up almost as like his his storage room, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, this is where he's keeping his cleaning supplies, his clothes, his other on the road traveling materials, but. 
Uh, there's nothing else of note of interest there except for a chest. And in this chest, you find 3,224 gold pieces. Holy oh, crap, moly. man. This guy's obviously made some pretty serious money off of this cleaning yeah. stuff. And uh, how much, how many bottles of cleaning solution are in here? That would be a pretty handy weapon. Yeah. We've seen what it can do, huh? There are 65 bottles of cleaning fluid in this in this portable hole. Okay. Well, I mean, that's all fine and good. It doesn't really feel good about uh, finding treasure here. I mean, really, especially that obviously something terrible happened to Lexi. So pretty much anything that's in here should probably go to Grace. Right. The money is enough to set her up somewhere. We can use the cleaning fluid as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Re- what do we do with the little pardon here? Do we want to uh, leave him in the middle of this road? Do we want to put him in the hole? Is there any value? We want to. We want to. Stuff him in the giant's butthole. <laughs> it's already loose. Cleaning fluid does have a little bit of a lubricating property. So. It's already loosened from the Brown Star All Star, so yeah. I, mean, I guess. The burial he deserves. Uh huh. Oh man! So you guys, you guys, uh, you you happen to find some nice like elbowed elbowed <laughs> uh, high gloves down in the hole. I'm not doing this. Uh, <laughs> if, if Roscoe wants to stuff this dead body into this giant bottle, angry, so I'm, I'm going to help him. That I'm, uh, why does that make you feel better? Well, it kind of makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still feeling full awake, so I'm just yeah. I'm going to pick up this. Uh, Tried body with um, my magical <clears throat> gloves here, and you, you, you guys share. So Melvin's kind of off on the side; he doesn't want to participate in this particular part of it after burning this guy to death. <laughs> I know. But you two, Colvick and Roscoe, share a knowing look as you stare off into the field. At the, <laughs> you, at you, the, both, <laughs> you both look at each other, and you know what has <laughs> to be done. Like, <laughs> just not. As, as you look mm-hmm. off into the field, and and uh, and you see this, this giant. So you drag the uh, the charred corpse of Pardon over to uh, over to the <laughs> corpse of the hill giant. <laughs> you grease up the brown star and you shove him in like a pack in a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> Feet first. Feet. I want the head sticking out. You want the head? <laughs> a <ter> pardon? <laughs> a Japardon? 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 Giant pardon? There you go. Japardon? Japardon? <laughs> All right, Get so obviously we're going to take the hole with us. We're going to bury Lexi. Mm-hmm. We're going to give the money to Gracie. Mm-hmm. And we'll just keep the hole with us, with the cleaning things in there. If we need some, we burn yeah. some So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take a few flasks and put them in my battle, because I don't think doing battle we'd want to lay this thing yeah, out. that's a good then, idea. So I'm, just... so I'm going to put three in mine, too. I'll give you guys, by the way, I got a little cut sheet on how the portable hole works. You know, it's because it's a weird thing and everybody imagines it a little bit differently. So I got a little like instructional sheet on what this thing does. We'll do that out of game. I kind of imagine it like the old Looney Tunes cartoon where Wile E. Coyote has like the black disc that he can throw anywhere and it just makes a hole. Episode 
Episode 9, Like a Turducken, was released on December 31st, 2017. We will return next Sunday with another episode of... The Very Good Adventurer.